0: Welcome to Obsessions of a Roller Skater, the podcast that dives into the world of wheels, spins, and all things roller skating. I'm your host, Danielle, with my co-host, Addie, and today we have a special focus on a trailblazer in the roller skate community, none other than incredible Kid Ace. Kid has been dazzling the skating scene with their mesmerizing moves and infectious energy. From breathtaking spins to gravity-defying tricks, Ace's skating is a roller coaster of excitement. But there's more. ACE uses a unique blend of mindfulness and skating expertise. Beyond all that, ACE contributes to the skating community by teaching workshops, sharing valuable content, and even co-hosting skate competitions. Their passion for skating knows no bounds, and it's evident in their positive impact they've had on the skaters worldwide. So lace up those skates and get ready to roll as we delve into the world of Kid Ace, their journey, and the invaluable contributions they've made to our beloved roller skating community. Ace, welcome to Obsessions of a Roller Skater. Oh, jeez, Thanks. We're so excited to have you here. You started Yoga for
1: Skaters, which is awesome. And I just wanted to know, like, how did you develop that and what makes it like so special for skaters?
2: Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, first I'm going to take this opportunity to, to clarify something that I think is really important, which is that yoga for skaters is being taught by a lot of really rad skaters, like to skaters, right? There's skateboarder yoga teachers and all this. So so I just want to like, spread, like I didn't invent this like uh trademark thing or anything. Um. So, so like this is, this is ACES yoga for skaters. So when I'm speaking on behalf of yoga for skaters, I'm just speaking on behalf of like the practice that I teach, um, and I'm, I'm bringing this up because I think that's one of the kind of concepts of yoga that I appreciate a lot, which is it's, it's not deterministic. And contrary to a lot of assumptions, like you don't have to be flexible going into it. In fact, the practice itself is defined by the practitioner, right? So it kind of goes both ways. And that's what we learn a lot about as teachers with the philosophy is that As much as we're in the front of the class demoing and instructing there's a lot we need to make sure we're learning from our students and it i i was inspired to do this because uh when i grew up in like all through high school um and even one year in art school i ran cross country and i I did distance running for a long time like until i found roller skating and so when i was doing long distance running i found a yoga teacher who taught yoga for runners and i was like it's just really nice to feel like you're going to do something that's supporting something you're really passionate about and that you spend a lot of time doing and and maybe it's maybe it was psychological i think there's i think this teacher in particular had a lot of really important concepts and things behind their practice i try to put a lot of relevant concepts behind the practice that I'm sharing with roller skaters but yeah so so you just don't really feel like you're shooting in the dark and you're like I'm going to this class or this class it's like this was made for someone like me so I was inspired by that you know I became a yoga teacher and started roller skating like almost at the same time and I was like okay well this translates and then um, so I taught in studios this that, and the other thing and yoga for skaters online really happened at the pandemic like like a lot of (laughs) internet roller skate content things so i had been i had taught yoga for skaters like at roller cons before the pandemic um and like in my uh local community um but we were able to kind of expand it um during the pandemic so yeah does that answer the question
1: (laughs) totally that's so cool (laughs) I can't believe you did long distance running. I can barely run like two feet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now I can't. Roller skating is important now. Oh yeah, it takes over. But that's awesome. And it's it's really nice that you were able to have yoga already um, in your wheelhouse and kind of like in your pocket as you started your skating journey. Because... I know personally, even though I was a gymnast growing up, when I stopped that, well, I stopped all my like stretching and everything too. So I didn't pick back up into any kind of, and back then I wouldn't have called it yoga, but uh, I didn't really pick up into yoga until like mid twenties. And, and when I did, and I had started skating and I snowboard and do a bunch of other stuff too. I was like, wow, this just made everything so much better. (laughs) I couldn't believe that I wasn't doing it beforehand. Um, but yeah, I absolutely encourage a lot of people, like if you're going to start with some sort of cross training, just do 10 minutes of yoga a day. It will It's going to help so much. That's awesome. And so with that, like, could you highlight a few key poses or any like of your routines that you would say have significant impact on skater performance for injury prevention? Because I know that's something I'm always looking for is things to do to help prevent injuries, um, especially as I'm getting older.
2: Totally. So what I get what I get the most feedback from roller skaters about as far as the the content that I'm putting out goes is more of the mobility style things that we're doing. Um, for the last few summers, I've run what I call it a summer stability and mobility series. Um, and so it focuses on core stability um, and then joint mobility. Uh, So it's this concept of, right, we need a strong foundation so that we can move with mechanical integrity from that strong center. I get a lot of really positive feedback about that particular content that we're running and people will say it's helpful in terms of like bouncing back from injuries. Um, People find it's helpful for like keeping them from getting like too sore between sessions or whatnot. The definition of mobility is kind of building strength and for lack of a better word, flexibility, range of motion. So all of us have right hip joints, shoulder joints, all this, and we're all constructed really differently. And mobility training is really important because it asks us to move through our range of motion, which can actually give us a lot of information about our body's structure with this information, we can make more informed decisions about like the kinds of risks we want to take. Um, so for example, like if you can't stand in a staggered stance, you're probably going to want to figure out how to do that before you get on wheels. And then same thing with like roller derby, right? If we, if we can't hold a squat, we're probably going to want to practice doing that and understand how low and for how long we can, you know, make these things happen. So that mobility training has been really, I've gotten a lot of positive feedback about that. I find mobility training really important and it's part of, it's something I have to do every day just to wake up and kind of get out the door uh, to your point about. Getting- I'm
0: <laughs> learning that as well. Yeah.
2: Yes. <laughs> the yoga classes in particular, like kind of, how can we merge core training, mobility training, um, flexibility training um, And stability training. So we can find stability in other areas of our body too. So there's different um, strengthening techniques that look like lengthening. So there's a concept of eccentric engagement where we take our muscles into their long position and then engage them, right? And what this does, as far as injury prevention goes, is that it, it gives our inner workings and idea of like how far we can go in certain things so that we know when to pull back. Our body can have some more instincts, more intelligence around these things versus just kind of flinging ourselves everywhere, hoping things come back to center. That's where I think the injury prevention thing is, is effective is just like that body intelligence that we cultivate with, with these movements and things.
0: Yeah and that's that's fantastic it's so interesting to know that we can teach our bodies that structure of muscle memory almost or you know uh teach ourselves our limits and that's really great that you have that awareness built into your practice and that you're able to offer that and of course just like as we grow as we age as our bodies change I feel like that's probably something that's forever changing so it's probably something you really do want to hone in on your home practice and your um you know, your training outside of skating to really keep yourself as healthy and as bodily aware as possible if you wish to continue to do this long-term, so... That's awesome.
1: I wish I would have focused more on mobility and stretching when I first started skating because I feel like that would have prevented like both of my knees being as sad as they are today. Thank you for highlighting that. I'm going <laughs> to get back on my um, stretching routine. So, I didn't know what Patreon was and I'm still exploring that. I had have- a you know, outside sources explain that to me. Did you start on YouTube? And then did you move to Patreon? Okay, I'm going to
2: be like super vulnerable right here and let you both know that the content that I teach is still not on YouTube. And I do not know when I will ever not want to have a meltdown thinking about putting my content on YouTube. So like the idea for this push to Patreon was to have kind of congruent YouTube content And it just, something about it didn't feel right. And so what you get on the Yoga for Skaters YouTube right now is, like, the teasers and, like, fun video stuff uh, that my partner Wendy makes. Like, to just kind of pump up the Patreon. That's where we're at, like, right now. Um, So where this all started was, like, the Zoom format thing. Um, So I was teaching, I, I just had... Like a sign up platform and a Zoom, and then people just sign up and then we meet on Zoom for the. That's how it started, like during the pandemic, and that was just right up until like May, this past May, and then Wendy approached me uh, this past summer, and Wendy was in some of the series and stuff, and she asked if I wanted if I wanted some video editing help, things like this, and I was like, "You're kidding me!" And like, lo and behold, she's like amazing at a lot of things and we have a lot of um, We have a lot of really similar core values when it comes to like life and finances and um, Gumption, I think Uh, she's she's go get her that one. It's awesome but but like together we've been able to make these videos like more refined and basically what I'm doing is we're doing weekly yoga drops so there's four tiers on the Patreon, and Patreon's a membership platform, and you become a member at a different tier. So the Yoga for Skaters tiers are: we have a five dollar tier, which is for supporters. There's no content except for quarterly sticker packs that we mail you, um, that, and that's just for people who want to support us. <laughs> um, all of the income that we're Making right now on the Patreon is going right back into the business, and right now most of the spending is going towards equipment. Um, right now, my setup is embarrassing, and we're about to we're about to be able to finance some legitimate things. But um, like, I have like three lamps uh, and a bunch of shoe boxes holding up my thing So,
0: if you can see what's going on behind us, yeah. we get it. Um,
2: so. So, so, that, so all that to say, like, that tier is still really important. Like, $5 from every roller skater, even for one month, like, makes a huge difference. So there's that tier. The next tier is, we call it the bendy tier, and that is the weekly yoga drops. And then on Patreon, you also have access to, like, the library and all the archived stuff. So you're basically just accumulating four yoga classes a month. Um, and then that next tier we call the sendy tier and the fourth tier is the spendy tier. So both of these tiers have the same offerings. Um, one is at a rate, one is at a standard rate and one is at a, at a generous rate. So if you have the money to spend, you know, we'll take it. And that just gets us to our ultimate goal. Um, all the quicker, which is, which is like having YouTube finance a channel, that is fitness for roller skaters. So ultimately, I, I, you know, I will, I will put it on the YouTube for everybody <laughs> to have for free. That's the ultimate goal. Um, and for now, it's like, it's like the, you know, it's the support of the roller skaters who can, who can help us get there um, in this way. And, and I don't think I said it, but those last two tiers, the content you get are those weekly drops. And you're also automatically enrolled in the quarterly strength for skaters series, which is like a companion programming system for the yoga for skaters. So,
0: yeah, that's excellent. It's, it's nice to be able to offer, have different offerings for different levels of people. Um, I'm sure a lot of people who follow you just want to support you as a human, because what you put out is, is just so awesome and you're always really great to watch and everything's just authentic and true to who you are so um, that's a great idea that you have set in place um, that if people don't particularly want to participate or aren't able to participate but they want to support you in some way a small contribution like you said from a large amount of people it's going to make a big difference in your world and then speaking of like having these different levels um would you say that there are different skill levels within the program that are going to fit different abilities I know you had mentioned at the beginning I believe that you don't you don't like have to be into yoga to do this
2: yeah um yeah you don't have to be into yoga to do this like if you do this you'll get into
1: yoga
0: Absolutely. You do. You really will. Everybody who just starts will, your body will love you so much more and you'll, and then you'll want to yeah, do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and
2: that's yeah. like, that's, I
0: think that's
2: the, I think that's the veil that you, that, that comes up when you start practicing, right? You'll, you like walk into a class. So when I walked into yoga class, I was like, sick, I'm stoked to do this. I'm a flexible person. I'm going to get an A plus and do every pose. And and like, you know, six months, a year in, I'm like, okay, this like really has nothing to do with like how much or what I can do of any of this, but like, ask me to pay attention to my breath for the whole 60 minutes. And like, I am an F, right? So, yeah. so <laughs> the, the body ego stuff gets lifted. And then you're like, you know, there's a feeling behind this that I can actually start to like cultivate control over, which and that that feeling is that connection to your mind. I think the easiest thing that any human can access is feeling their own body, right? Like you can feel, and that's what yoga starts with, right? Just feel your body, feel where it is in space, but that connection building translates up the chain, right? You feel the earth, you feel your mind, you feel people around you, you feel the vibe, right? Um, so that all translates and, and it's invaluable for, for the world, um, as far as like making you into a good per, good person. I don't know your best self uh so that you can support other people in becoming their best selves is that the question
0: no that's great it's it's yeah i i feel like you said everybody could benefit whether you're skating or not skating or doing anything like yoga has personally helped me in so many aspects of my life and you know you kind of take what you learn on the mat off the mat and into the world and into your day to day. And again, as somebody who grew up as an athlete and had that like, you know, ego of like, I am also flexible and I don't have, you know, I'm going to be able to do this. And then realizing like, oh, my heels don't touch the ground and downward dog. Maybe I can't do all the things I thought or, or for me, my biggest shift in notice other than the balance stuff, I've always been pretty, teachable in sports like you know move your right arm okay i know how to move my right arm i've seen some people who will move their left arm um and and you need to rebuild that connection i've i've always had that i feel pretty good but for me you were mentioning breath work huge like even just learning how to breathe while i'm going around the rink in derby to reset myself to then come back into the pack and start playing again huge, like game changer for me and my mental state while in the game. Um, and then I think to all of our park skaters and other skaters that translates to like learning to breathe while you're doing a trick and not holding your breath while you're trying to hit something (laughs) will keep like the energy flowing and, and your power flowing through that trick. So yeah, I think that's, that's excellent. There's so much more than that simple, uh it's good for your body and it's good to move our joints and move our and be mobile. But like you said, it, it goes beyond that so much more, continues to translate in your life and just really makes you a better yeah, person. Yeah. So I'm sure skating uh takes up a lot of your time and you know creating this um program takes up a lot of your time, but is there anything else outside of the skating world? Do you do other sports hobbies, recreational interests?
2: Um, well, I mean, this, this is my hobby. Yoga for skaters is my, is my hobby. I, I work full time for a, um, for a, a medical company as a health coach. So I, I talk for people in 20 minute increments 36 hours a week and, uh, you know, try to help people, you know, reach their goals and identify how they can make their lives better through like physical changes or emotional health changes. Um, I feel really grateful for this job. Um, I've been doing this job for about three years and it's giving me hope in the American healthcare system. It's giving me hope in humanity too, because health coaching is a preventative measure. It's something it's, we, we talk to people about how to prevent getting sick, how to prevent mental illness um, or, or maintain stability. And so, and that's really new for our culture because medicine has been like, let's put the bandaid on, let's give you the drug. And we have, oh, we have known for a long time that preventative measures work better. And now I think we're doing a better job like getting it out there and giving people access to it. So the the people that I talk to every day, um, my service or this service is part of their health insurance. It's part of a benefit from their job. And so in that way, this job is also really important to me because it's a population that may not otherwise have access to someone with my skill set. So like when I was in California doing this work, it was like, You know, you, you have to seek out your clients, but you could charge $200 an hour. And it's like this kind of disposable income industry, but now it's turning over and I just feel really grateful that I get to do this. So all that to say, I, I I like, I love my job. Um, I have a job. Yoga for skaters is like my passion project, my hobby. Um, it keeps me connected. Like you guys do the podcast. Uh, it keeps me connected to the community. Um, And and then I guess I would say I mean other hobbies of course include roller skating (laughs) and
0: like actually doing the thing.
2: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I I have a dog and I I would say he's kind of a hobby. We you know we walk three times a day together and have deep conversations and eat pepperoni together. Um, <laughs> and so, and then I, I just, I, and and I own a, I own a skate shop uh, as well. So I own a skate shop in Jamestown called Rust Belt Roller Skates. Yeah, um, it's a little shop. I'm inside of my friend Pete's skateboard shop uh, called Jamestown Skate Products. Pete is a really close friend of mine who I actually met at roller skate camp, and we stayed in touch. <laughs> And, um, and I ended up here with him, um, and, and, you know, he encouraged me to open the shop and we've got some space and things going on. And so, um, he's a really great friend to have here, especially through all this kind of, um, shifting in like my mentality about where I feel like I fit in the world and all this. So, so yeah, those are, so I hang out with Pete too. He's He's a good hobby, eating all those skateboarders in Jamestown and, across Western New York. So, so yeah,
0: it's very clear to see where your, your authenticity in your content comes from. And that is just, it's truly your passion. And you can see that, that you really care about everything that you are doing at a whole level. And I love that you are, are on board with making it um, accessible right i think at the end of the day that's kind of maybe what you were touching on with like your job like that preventative health care is should be accessible and should be knowledge to everyone um and i'm so grateful that the world as a whole at least how i see it is is having those conversations and is starting to and i know personally like i try to encourage. My parents, like when they, you know, they have something going on with their health and they see their doctor and they're on this and that and the other thing. And I'm like, well, let's consider that because Western medicine absolutely has its place and, you know, you certainly need the things. I'm like, but let's also maybe consider like looking into how we can deepen that. Like maybe what is really going on, right? It's great that they've told you X, Y, Z, but I think there's still some ABC over here that we need to figure out. to give you the best chance long-term to take away this dis-ease that you're having. So I think that's, um, yeah, that's really beautiful that that's something that you're incorporating and, and have knowledge behind to be able to, again, make it accessible for everyone.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And then like kind of going back to the beginning of the conversation and, and how this feeds into like teaching and having students, it's like, there's we, we have to take responsibility for ourselves and and we have to take responsibilities for our health and the injuries that happen to us and the risks that we decide to engage in right and and I think a, a really safe place to get familiar with taking responsibility for ourselves is is on the mat um, as well because. Uh, I don't know about you two, but when I first started park skating, it was embarrassing. And I was like, (laughs) it was the rock on the ground. I swear I can roller skate. Like, yeah, but it's like, no, that's I fell because I like fell. (laughs) So it's fine.
1: (laughs) I love how your work in medical has transferred over to your yoga for skaters i think that is such a cool thing that you have all that experience and it transfers right over into what you're doing does that ever like kind of get to you like emotionally because like for me i like i kind of like get other people's emotions and it can kind of be a little bit draining um so does that ever happen to you i mean with teaching does that ever like carry over
2: it totally does and i i actually really appreciate you like being able to see that as part of this work because it is very real, and I think it's take, it's taken me a long time to figure out how to how to have boundaries. Um, and it sounds like we're similar in that way, like maybe leaning towards more of the empath side of um, how we take in our environment. And you know, I I think when I was figuring out my career path and what I wanted to do a lot of that emotional energy went into like my friends and then taking on their stuff. And then that creates drama. And, and like, how can I, and it's like, there's gotta be a better way to use this superpower of being able to feel everyone's feelings, you know, and there's gotta be a way to put it in a container sometimes and, and not feel other people's feelings and be able to just hold space for it. Um, so, so yes, it is very draining. Um, but this job, I'm so lucky we've had, we, we are trained in what's called motivational interviewing and motivational interviewing has this like built-in boundary um, for health coaches, therapists, people dealing with people who are working with challenges. Um, so it has this built-in boundary where the focus just stays on the, the client or the member. And, you know, I get to just be like your coach. What I'm doing, it doesn't matter. And how I'm doing it, it doesn't matter. My job is to figure out what you're doing. My job is to figure out if you're happy with what you're doing. My job is to figure out, it's it's to get it out of you, right? Because there's like so much power when we say some of this stuff out loud. Um, or when we give ourselves five minutes on the mat to just move in the way that our body's taking us, right? Like, there's a lot of power when we can give ourselves the space to initiate something, even if it's not what we end up doing, like verbal processing is a thing. So, so I think that motivational interviewing structure has, has been really important for me to be able to maintain these boundaries. And, and there is a shift that has to happen. I, I recently discovered with my boyfriend that it's, I I can't go from working to like watching TV or, like interacting in a big way. Like I need to sit where it's quiet, probably eat something and like just shh. And like, I just think that's how it's going to be. Um, because if you put a screen in front of me or you try to ask me all these questions, I'm like, shut down. <laughs> so.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's such a good answer. Thank you. <laughs> I was yeah. so curious about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I love that you mentioned that. It's so great that like to recognize that, our primal way of being hasn't caught up to like this technology way of living and this like go, 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 go society. And again, another conversation, I think that's great. That's being had, but taking it back to giving yourself those 10, 15, 20 minutes a day of yoga and quiet and connection. And, you know, we used to be able to wake up with the sun and move around as we needed and then think you know within our body what needs to be done oh we need to go get something to eat oh we need to go get water like we think that was such a long time ago but like physiologically in our bodies it wasn't right and so we still operate quite a bit on that level but because today we're in such a a go-go-go society with endless amounts of options of things to do and hobbies and all that kind of stuff you it's so easy to get distracted and kind of end up in this weird floating way of life where you're not actually connecting right the way we were ultimately probably designed to connect. So yeah, I think um, the yoga is, is such an amazing aspect to bring that back into your world and then have that open you up to so much more when you are present in an activity and when you are doing something Again, really being present in that moment, in that activity and setting yourself up for that greatness in that moment by utilizing the tools that we need to reteach ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah <well> said. <laughs> Seriously.
0: Yeah. I was kind of curious.
1: Um, our next question is based on um, misconceptions um, of yoga and roller skating. For me, when I started stretching, I thought you had to do it like every single day. And that was my in order to be like good at it. What is something that you've come across like in your teaching of yoga of a roller skater has been like one of the most misconceptions of roller skating and yoga together. So
2: I I'm, I have like two answers because I think one isn't totally the one you're looking for. But the first answer is that the biggest misconception and the most frequently asked questions I I get is. Is and I've had people show up to class with their roller skates on. Like, are we doing yoga in our roller skates? And, uh, and no. that <laughs> yoga for roller skaters. With me, we are not in roller skates. We're not. We're no. barefoot. It is off. It's off skates. Um. So
0: I can see why. Yeah. Yes, yeah. but yes, that would be very. <laughs> I <was funny>. Like, <laughs> I'm so
2: sorry. This isn't a circus class. I can't do it. I can't do it.
1: But um. No. So that. It's funny. like horror film for me.
0: No. <laughs> I know. I know. Clearing the air, yoga for skaters is not on skates. Yeah, yoga
2: for skaters with Ace is not on skates. Some of the people may do it on skates. Correct. And I think I'm that sure that. a sticker. Yeah. <laughs> a bumper sticker.
1: Oh, that's so good. Um, yeah. But, uh,.
2: Uh, let's see. Other misconceptions. I, I I think that's I think just it's it's the I have to be like I have I have to already know how to do it to go to the class to learn how to do it. Like, let like, let's slow down, everybody. Let me teach you. Come and not be good at it and then get good at it so that I look good. Okay. Let's do that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you think people would know that by starting skating? Like They weren't good when they started skating. I mean, the very rare people are they're just like oh wow, whoa, whoa look at this oh look at that rail let me just jump on it yeah there are a few but we're talking general yeah. pop here uh yeah like you you just one day you decided that this is something I want to do and you tried it and lo and behold you loved it and yeah. it grew yeah and
2: that's what's awesome about yoga too is like you could do so you know there's there's ain't there's, there's there's a Ashtanga yoga. It's a discipline of yoga. It's, it's like the same practice every day, every day, every day, every day. And like, it's what what I think is so valuable about that, though, is that it's true, you can do the same thing every day and feel totally different every day doing it'll, it could look different every day doing it. And that's, that's kind of what's magic. And that's kind of what you're learning. That's the self inquiry that you get, like, from a yoga practice is like, how am I showing up today, like, I, I can't imagine going through the world waking up every day and being like, I am, I can touch my toes, do a back bend and, and a backflip, like, every day when I wake up, I'm like, I hope I can still stand up on one foot and tie my shoe and like get my coat on you know it's like we got to be grateful for like all these little things that show up for us every day they're showing up every day and like it's their muscles that are flexing and things that are relaxing and it's it's like all these little things to be grateful for so i think that's something else to say <laughs>
0: And I think that's that's invaluable alongside, you know, our community of skaters and people who are skating. Like you could go to the park every single day, but like in my personal experience, it's not the same. It's the same park. I I'm trying to do the same tricks, and some days you're really really good at one and you really really suck at another that you were doing great just yesterday. So I I think again coming back to that like awareness and acceptance and and navigating that uh that with yourself is is so valuable to help prevent injury as well because you don't want to be trying something that your mind just isn't on board with that day right like no matter how much in your heart you want to do it maybe just do it tomorrow
1: yeah
0: (laughs) like i've definitely had to have that conversation with myself at the park
2: (laughs) Yeah. The hard ones <laughs> have, and you're like everybody else is doing it. Oh my god! But you know, there's always tomorrow.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. So, with everything that you're doing, that's that's fantastic. Uh, if you ever got to collaborate with another athlete or a company or anybody, is is there like a dream collaboration that you would love to see uh, come to fruition in your life?
2: I don't know how long this is going to be my answer, but I'm really glad you asked this. If I could partner with anyone, like I am really into Peloton right now. I got a Peloton bike last February and um, I might hang up my skates and just ride bikes forever. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But like, I I just love this freaking bike like it's it is now part of like the routine just like get on the bike get the things moving and so if I could collaborate with you it would be Peloton Peloton if you're out there you should offer yoga for roller skaters classes I'm your gal
0: I'm not gonna lie I also didn't know too much about Patreon but when I heard it that's like immediately I thought Peloton (laughs) so I yeah I already you know you're putting it out there already just subconsciously I was like oh that's cool how does that work (laughs) yeah
2: they sound the same very different (laughs) but they're both big big parts of my world right now yeah I think that to say too like I like Peloton has some really good instructors like I you know they make me cry they make me laugh they're awesome
0: Right on. Is there anything up and coming that you can let us know about? Are you going to be doing any like, um, teachings at any classes?
2: Well, first of all, let me shamelessly plug my stuff here with my calendar.
0: Yes, please
2: (laughs) do. Please Um, do. So we're doing what we're calling a Patreon open house, um, in January. So we will be putting up some, free instructional content on the YouTube and I'm saying it here and committing to it.
0: You heard it here first.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I, I'm not totally sure what exactly that content is going to be, but the idea is that in January, we just want to kind of keep exposing people to, to, Patreon, to yoga for skaters um, and just kind of continue to drum up our audience here and um, Raise those funds and then start, you know, getting a paycheck from YouTube and making it free.
1: <laughs> do you do classes every few months or is it every other month?
2: Like the summer to fall, got a little. That's when Wendy and I first started working together, so that's why this format got a little uh, disrupted. But it's usually so it's it's a yoga class a week, um, and that's pre recorded, and that's every single week. And then quarterly is a four week or a six week series. And that's, that falls under this strength for skaters umbrella. So that's like, so we, so in the winter, so it'll be like January, February ish there. We do booty camp. And so it's just all like booty focused stuff. Um, and then there's spring conditioning. <laughs> spring conditioning is, is, it's like a nice blend of like core strength and cardio. And then the summer stability and mobility is through the summer, then fall conditioning, similarly, core, strength and cardio, and then we run it all again. Um, and so, you know, as, as we can start to add more content, we will, um, right now, our goal is to just like really lock in the, the processes and stuff that we've started here and make that all streamline. Um, because whatever we promise, the patreon members we want to make sure we can deliver um which is like a lot harder than it sounds
0: content like 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 30 minute videos people who don't make content don't quite understand how actually long that all takes to set up prep do properly redo what you have to do edit mix down post hashtag create the reels whole (laughs) day that sounds like a fantastic program and i love that it's it's um it kind of hones in some time to focus on specific areas but then it then it kind of expands into the next and then into the next so i i imagine people are going to feel um like they're going to be making progress in those areas feeling good and then can continue on and and then start with another spot.
2: Yeah. Curriculum development is definitely, and like having a curriculum is definitely a priority. Um, and, and that's another thing about like just making sure that as this content goes out, there's like some cohesion happening. And like, I'm still kind of figuring it out because like teaching live versus teaching on the internet has been like a really big learning curve. Um, like, like talking, like speaking of different levels and being able to address different levels, oh my gosh, it's, it's kind of impossible virtually. Um, when I used to teach in studio, you know, you see people, you can make adjustments as you see people um, and you don't always have to do the whole class. Now that I teach virtually, you, you do every class while you're teaching. Um, and I think that's been one of my biggest uh, skill sets that has grown is I can count and move at the same time, uh, move or talk. You! No.
0: <laughs> which I didn't know was so
2: hard, but it took a minute. So <laughs>
0: yeah, we got it. yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. Well, it's been or like really amazing talking to you. I've learned so much more about your program than, you know, just hearing yoga for skaters roller skaters and what it could be and I love knowing that it is it's just encompassing so much more um, than I thought you know than I thought just like oh yeah we're great we're getting some yoga videos that are curated towards uh beneficial poses towards skating which I'm sure you've absolutely incorporated in there as well but it I've just learned talking with you like it just it seems like it's so much more than that and it was so Uh, excellent to hear like your background and your knowledge that has gone into this program um, and just kind of elevating it that much more so I I really appreciate you taking the time and being here and talking to us and telling us all the wonderful things that you're doing (laughs) my pleasure
2: thank you
1: it's been definitely been a learning experience I gotta say I'm not I've never been in the yoga world. I have never like truly immersed myself into it until like the last like few months I've been looking into it. Thank, Thank you so much you. for opening up my doors of to course, it.
0: Of course. And Ace, please tell everybody one more time where they can find you, where they can find your content, where they can sign up for your classes. Uh,
2: so you can find me on yogaforskaters.com lucky enough got the URL yogaforskaters.com. that website is going to push you to the Patreon. You can find us yoga for skaters on Instagram as well. The Instagram is going to point you to the Patreon. The Patreon URL, I believe is just patreon.com backslash, um, at yoga for skaters. Um, my roller skating Instagram is, is kidace kid underscore ace. Um, so you can see roller skating there. There's a Facebook group, I don't do much there, but <laughs> um, but you can also write me letters, 207 Pine Street. Number one, Jamestown, New York, 14701. I'm putting my, that's the shop address. You can write me letters. You can come visit the shop. I think those are the places where you'll find me in a good place.
0: (laughs) Fantastic. Well, once again, thank you so, so much for being here. Um, We really appreciate you doing that. We know it's much later where you are than where we are. So we really appreciate you taking the time and pushing your evening and maybe, you know, messing with your circadian rhythm a little bit. (laughs) So thank you so much for joining us. thank you. Thank you, skaters, for tuning in to today's episode. And please make sure you go and check out everything that Kid Ace has to offer, yogaforskaters.com and all their socials. And, of course, you can find us, Obsessions of a Roller Skater, on socials as well. We would love to know what you thought of this podcast leave us a comment below in the video. If you're watching, come and follow us and join the conversation on Instagram and we will catch you in the next one. Bye.